Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. My next guest is a professor of medicine. Uh, he is an internist, an epidemiologist, and a cardiologist. Uh, and he joins a Judge Janine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show, Dr. Peter McCullough, who is a distinguished physician. He is well-respected, and we're thrilled to have you on the show this morning, doctor. And I want to jump right in and talk to you about things like the Delta variant. My position is, and uh, I'll post this to you, and then I'm going to give it to you, take it away. A huge percentage of Americans are vaccinated. A huge percentage of Americans have had COVID. But now we have this Delta variant, and now there's talk of masking, double masking, uh, shutting us down and, you know, and denying because they don't have the data to back it up. But my question is this. The Delta variant is from India a nation where there were very few people who were vaccinated. Doesn't every country have the, have, the, have the ability to have its own variant that then will spread into the United States? Do you see us possibly facing another 100 variants of COVID, depending upon the country it comes from? Well, Judge, thanks for having me on the show. And it's certainly possible there could be more waves of variants Uh, As you indicated, the Delta variant, which is the most mutated of all the variants, uh, came out of India. In fact, it came out of the state Mashtahara, of which they did have greater amounts of vaccination with the uh, Sinovac vaccine. And an analysis from uh, Neeson and colleagues, as well as Venkata Krishnan and colleagues, uh, looking at over millions of sequenced uh, viral genomes, suggest when we get to more than 25% of the population, we do tend to encourage these mutants. Before we had vaccination in the United States, we had uh, over a dozen different strains that Americans would get. Now, in the last few months, we've gone from 2% Delta to 83% Delta. Wow. So what can we expect to in the near future? I mean, think about this. Think about there's at least a million people that have come through the southern border representing 161 countries. None of them are being tested or very few of them. Even if they are tested and have COVID, they're being given to uh, uh, non-government organizations like Catholic Charities who simply drop them off at a motel. They end up going to a restaurant and the people in the town say they're sick. They're coughing, they're sneezing, they're blowing their nose, and they're being brought all over the nation like this. What what do Americans, I mean, do we have to keep masking up because people are coming in who aren't protected? Well, people need to be reasonable, but I have to tell you, I'm looking at a report right now from Brown and colleagues from the Center for Disease Control Journal called the MMWR, and this was just published yesterday, and this is regarding uh, outbreak infections in Barnstable County, Massachusetts. It was far away from the southern border. And these, uh, this is a Massachusetts kind of highly vaccinated state. And what they describe is they describe uh, 300 and, or, I'm sorry, 469 uh, infections 
And it, two, it turns out that two-thirds of them were in patients fully vaccinated. So the Delta variant looks like it's able to get past the current vaccinations that we're using in the United States. What do we do about that, doctor? Well, we have to be careful for sure. Now, we know that from studies from the Cleveland Clinic and right. from Camera, Cam- Raw, and Methodius that about about 25% of people who took the vaccine were already naturally immune. There may be more than that in those unvaccinated. I think we are going to have a further rise in Delta in the United States, and then we're going to hit the peak of it. It's going to be lower than our prior peak in December, and then we're going to come off the back end, and that's exactly what's happened in the United Kingdom now. Fortunately, per case, uh, per case exposure, there's much fewer deaths and hospitalizations. I don't think America should get into a panic now. It does look like the Delta variant has uh, found the ability to escape the vaccine. Wow. Okay. So if, if there are other variants that can come through that, uh, let's say the, the Delta variant, I understand that 1% of the population in India was vaccinated. So whatever is going on there, um, you know, it clearly was going to be trans, transmitted. But what about other parts of the world, like Brazil or, or, you know, and I only say that because it came to mind, where there are low vaccination rates? I mean, there will be mutations, not just the Delta variant. It turns out the mutations are already there, so they're in the background. And then it's the environment of the host that allows a particular strain to become dominant. So uh, India, I've been there a few times myself. It's a quite a varied country, and so some of the states in India, they were more progressive in vaccination, and it looks like that's where the Delta variant was fostered. And then because of travel between India and the U.K., uh, Delta took off in the U.K. There's a report uh, that was just come in from Finland where, uh, sure enough, Delta variant has gotten into some health centers in Finland, and they did a very good case contacting from it. And just to make people aware, I don't want to scare people, but in seniors in that study, uh, there was a a real rate of mortality in seniors who are in these hospitals already sick with other problems. Mm -hmm. With comorbidities. uh, and and, and, And the healthcare workers look like they indeed transmitted it uh, to some of the patients, it happened. Now, among the healthcare workers, none of them, uh, they had mild illness, uh, they were younger, none of them were hospitalized or died, um, but there were cases of, um, of, of uh, death in the seniors who were all vaccinated, they're all fully vaccinated, who contracted the Delta variant. You know, doctor, why did this happen all of a sudden? I mean, you know, we've been on this earth a long time. Um, the, the, the game of function research that was being done. Uh, and there's, there's no question in, in my mind that this is, this didn't just jump from a bat to a human. There's no question that the United States through another agency and what uh, the Echo Health Alliance was funding game of function. Um, you know, what, what was the whole point of game of function? What, you know, it, it, it may have been, you know, the, the little spines on the virus itself, that, that was the target of the gain-of-function research. And what it was doing, it was making a little uh, joint between two segments called S1 and S2. So when that would dock in the human cells, the joint would actually be modified by an enzyme called furin and then allow that virus to viciously get in the human body. And then the spike protein itself 
uh, damages the human body and damages the organs. And unlike any other viral infection I've seen, it causes blood clotting. People need to know that in the end, the fatal part of COVID is blood clotting, eternal blood clotting. Uh, and I think it was that initial gain-of-function research that made it so deadly. It was awful in Milan and New York. You remember these scenes last year. Now, the mutations, in a sense, are Mother Nature. And Mother Nature has been peppering mutations around the gain-of-function site, in a sense, returning the virus back to its original uh, version of the common cold. So I think it'll progressively mutate but become less serious over time and be like another version of a coronavirus cold. Uh, yeah, and and we can only hope for that. Uh, do you think, um, and I think you may already have answered this, Dr. Peter McCullough, and we appreciate your time and your expertise. Um, do you think that, um, you know, th- we're going to be able to continue with, you know, some economic uh, uh, businesses opening up and not getting closed down? Or does that does that depend on the science in your mind or does it depend on the politicians? You know, I had a suggestion that no one has really taken up, and there is a demand letter into the CDC to do this, is we need to have recognition of natural immunity. People who have already gotten through COVID now, those individuals cannot get COVID again. They can't get Delta. They're completely immune. Uh, I did a presentation recently for a small business association. I told them, listen, if you need to know anything, you need to know who's previously had COVID. They're immune. That's how you keep your places open. That's how you make decisions. Don't make decisions based on vaccination status. The vaccine is not working. So we need to really focus on naturally immune. They don't need to take the vaccine. Um, I think uh, we can uh, let down these vaccine mandates because it's really making people feel uncomfortable. They know the vaccines aren't working. They have concerns regarding safety. Now, people feel forced into taking a vaccine that, um, yep. but, you know, even the CDC is saying it's not working. Yeah, it clearly isn't. But, you know, the, the idea that the uh, natural immunity uh, is is as powerful as it is, is uh, is is very uh, reassuring because so many people have had it. But, you know, there's so much bad advice and bad information that's going on. Dr. Peter McCullough, I want to thank you for taking the time to talk to us about this. Um, you know, you are an expert in epidemiology as well as cardiology. Um, w- with with people who have finally my last question, but with people who have comorbidity issues. Um, I, I mean, I've heard doctors say, you know, just stay home. And even if you're a senior and we have no medication to give you, um, let's assume that it's okay. Let me go back. Let's assume it's just a senior citizen who's got COVID. And my friend said, the doctor said, there's nothing to give you. Is, is that how this is cared for? I mean, how do you take care of COVID? Yeah, that's not true. Just like any infection, a staph infection or uh, any other uh, upper respiratory tract infection, a common pneumonia, early treatment always is better than waiting. So we have early treatment. Our FDA has approved monoclonal antibodies and they're pre-purchased. The doctor just needs to make a call, just like President Trump got, and they go to an emergency room or a clinic and they get an infusion of these antibodies and they go home. It's a great way to start early treatment. I use it as part of my practice. It's fully approved by the FDA. Our CDC and government agencies can do a lot better on telling people how to access these antibodies. We should have a 1-800 hotline and make sure our seniors know how to get this important treatment. I've had many patients get it. They do great. And then we can follow it up with drugs in combination. And these drugs really do work. Hydroxychloroquine, supported by 200 studies. I know. Ivermectin, supported by 60 studies. And we can go down through the list. Steroids. The steroids and actually blood thinners are more important 
than hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. But we use these drugs in combination. It's fully supported protocols by the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons, the Frontline Critical Care Consortium, and Americans Frontline Doctors. So we have societies that really stepped up and they support early treatment. America needs to demand early treatment, work through these organizations. We, we've shown we can reduce hospitalization death by 85%. And one of the reasons why big hospitals right now are relatively empty of COVID patients is because early treatment has kicked in in December and January, and it's been carried through. Thousands of Americans are treated today with early treatment, and that's really been the savior of COVID-19. Well, that's great to hear. I'm going to call my friend and tell her that. In any event, he he did survive. He's fine. But Dr. Peter McCullough, thank you so much for joining us on the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Sunday morning show. Thank you.